guys, welcome to Lunch Plus here welcome. on the What's Right Facebook page, YouTube channel. We're so excited to have you here with us and it's Mr. Kevin. Mr. Kevin, hi everybody. Or, or Bucky as you're apparently <laughs> becoming known. Yes, when there's a Kevin N and a Kevin B in the room, you gotta kind of differentiate or people get confused. <laughs> this is the Mr. Kevin that we talk about who's behind the camera so often and today he is in front of the camera and we're super excited to have you here with us and we're excited to have you here with us. Yeah. Welcome to Friday. It's gonna be such a good one. Here's what we've got going on today. Right now it's family chat, as you know, that's why you're on with us, let's be real. And after family chat, we're hopping into impressions, and I am so excited for impressions. Right after impressions, we're gonna go into a time of prayer. After prayer, it's song challenge, followed by what's the word, and we are continuing with our how to apply faith series. Today, it's gonna be a good one. Make sure that you stick around for it, but right now, it's family chat. Family chat, family chat. Uh, Natalie says hello. Kevin Nowicki says good morning, Bucky. Morning, Kev. Holly says hello, nice city background. Guys, it's Charlotte. We're in Charlotte right now. Yes. It's I, so bright and sunny. It is. Look how pretty. I'm sure it is exactly that bright in Charlotte <laughs> right now. A little rainy. As compared to the rain here. Yeah, yeah. Hence my hair. Um, <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> your beard, it was just out of control. Fluffy today. <laughs> fluffy. Do beards get fluffier when it rains? Like, do beards have the same issue that normal hair does? I don't know. I haven't seen that, but I keep mine kind of short, so. Now I want to, men on, cam on the broadcast <laughs> right Nowicki. now. Ask Nowicki, Kevin. Do you have lots of beardage that happens when it rains? Like, does the humidity make it fro? I don't know. Yes, Kevin's, they do. Wow. How about that? I didn't know this. That's super interesting. Yes. Uh, George says, hello. Kevin says, bright colors. Yes. yes, we are a sharp contrast with the outdoors today. But right now, it's time for Family Chat where we answer questions. Let's hop in. Question number one. Question number one. Would you rather swim in a pool or swim in the sea? Which one would you guys rather do? Put it in the comments right now because the first person that helps us get to 100 comments, you get a gift card from Yay. us just because we love you. So put it in the comments, drop it in there right now. Would you rather swim in a pool or swim in the beach? Which would you rather do? I'm gonna go with the beach because I like waves. Yeah. Waves matter. Now you do have the wave pools, but you don't have those everywhere. Yeah, I when I, so when I was a kid, I would have said pool because I could touch the bottom of the pool, like I could swim down yeah. and I felt like a I really am. cool explorer. Yeah. Holly says pool, Priscilla says pool, Kevin says the sea, Jade says pool, Jade! It's all the ladies want the pool. Oh no, and Johnny, <laughs> I'm sorry. Natalie says pool, Johnny sorry, says Johnny. pool. I would way rather the sea though. I didn't get to grow up with the sea where I was from because it would take me literally six hours to get to the ocean and they were rocky. Oh, yeah, that's so I'd rather jump in the sea, though I don't really swim in the sea. I just kind of float and jump every now and then. I just saw Jade's. I don't want a critter to touch me, so pool. That's, which, that's perfect. That's valid. I don't like jellyfish. I'm with you on that, but I still like <laughs> the waves. George says pool because it's not at the very hot beach. Oh. 
George is so funny at yeah. the beach. Uh, Kevin says fresh rivers are the best. That's true. Like I really like swimming in the river as well. So that's huh. that's a valid answer. I grew up near the Detroit River. We didn't swim there. Was it like brown and stuff? It was. Yeah. It wasn't pretty. <laughs> so yeah, no river for me. Johnny says he likes to see what's under him. I I get that too. Those are those are all valid answers. Okay, question number two. Bun, da, da. Would you prefer sweet Ooh. or salty things? The impossible questions on this show, I tell you. <laughs> Sweet or salty. I, yeah, this really is not one that I enjoy because I'm a, a musher together of those two things. Like that together is the right answer. Sweet and salty. Yeah, that, that works. But if I had to pick one, probably salty. If I had to pick. I'm going to go probably sweet because my wife likes to bake and there's a lot of, a lot of stuff I could not, I mean, if I had to choose... <laughs> Potato chips versus Julie's carrot cake. Yeah. It's going to be Julie's carrot cake all day. Yeah, I get that. Uh, Priscilla says that she pleads the fifth. Jade wants to know if she could blend both. Yeah. Girl, like, We're I with get you. you. We're with you. Johnny says salty. Holly says she wants to mush them together. Paul says salty. Uh, Holly says if she has to choose, it's sweet. Yeah, so I... I've done both where I've like cut out salt and I've cut out sugar and the one that was more opportunistic for me was cutting out salt. Yeah. So I, if I had to pick one, I think I'd pick salt. Um, okay. Buddy, I think this is probably one of the very first times Buddy and I have agreed, but Buddy says salty. That's oh, exciting. I'm so said salty too. What a good day. Okay. Everybody's unified. Okay. Everybody's happy. Huh? What a good day. You guys are giving... I mean, straight up answers, not even confusing, you know, straight arguments. Straight up, tell me, do you really, okay. It um, ebbs and flows. Now, <laughs> see, there we go. That's true. That's, <laughs> George says right now, sweet. That's super surprising. George is normally a salty person. That's okay. not personality, but like what he enjoys eating. Um, <laughs> Kevin says that's tough. I often crave salty. Yeah, this is super interesting. There's a lot. It's a, it's a lot more team salty than yeah, team sweet than I thought. Totally. That's interesting. Maybe they just haven't had Julie's carrot cake. That's true. Y'all, if you eat, like, when you have Julie's chocolate icing that she Ooh. makes, like, oh. let me tell you, you will want to switch your team to Team Sweet. Uh, yep. Oh, my Put gracious. Put it on a stick and eat it for dessert. Yes, Done. Kevin and I talked about marketing that and freezing it yep, and selling yep, yep, it. Yep. <laughs> Making a popsicle out of it. It's awesome. So good. Question number three for today. <laughs> Steak or chicken? And this is where Buddy and I are going to super differ. It was nice being in unity with him for a moment. I got to go steak. I knew you would. I knew. Guys, I, I know what's about to happen in the comments. Like, put it in there. Let me see how, how different we are. I, Buddy, Buddy Buddy's not telling out. the truth. That's, that's not an honest one, I feel. <laughs> I feel like Buddy put that in just for... For my uh, shock right now. Yes. <laughs> Julie, uh, or, hang on. There's so, this is rapid steak, fire right steak. now. I can't even, even the keep ladies up. are coming up steak. Buddy says steak. Priscilla says steak. Natalie says steak. Johnny says steak. Jade says steak. The steak. Pastor says chicken. Yes, really? I am team chicken as oh, well. How about that? <laughs> Team chicken. Now, chicken can be good. I, I you know, I'll give you that. I had a chicken marsala at uh, Pizantica. Mm -hmm. That's how you say it. Sure. Awesome stuff. But yeah. if I had to grill a piece of chicken or grill a steak, 
I'm going steak. I am, so, so far on Team Chicken, it's literally Pastor Brian, myself, and Julie Buck. Julie. And, you know, the Trinity works for God. So if it's just the three of us, I'm okay. Like, it it's a strong spiritual. team. All of a sudden, I lost. But I, I just, I've never cared for steak. And I know it's all in how it's made, but look, I've tried my husband's steaks when we've gone to the fancy nice places. Mm. I've had them when I've cooked them. I've had them when others have cooked them. And it's okay-ish, but I don't like how, I, I just, I haven't cared for it. It's okay, but it's okay. I'm going to pass. I can make a good chicken, you know, but. Yeah. Chicken, yeah, chicken for sure. To eat, I'm definitely going steak. Yeah, you know, team chicken. Okay, <laughs> last one. Of the day. Last question. I think we're on question number four. Alaska or Hawaii? Which one would you rather vacation to, guys? Alaska or Hawaii? Okay, half of me is thinking, <laughs> yes, okay, it's beautiful up there, but is this really a fair question? Who on earth would want to, who would choose Alaska over Hawaii straight up? Unless they were forced. Would you? We got one hand raised in here. This is Not the second me. time you've said straight up, it. and all I've got is that like 80s song <laughs> in my head. Like I'm just jamming right now. <laughs> Hawaii, tropical, sand, beaches. Woo, Phil Honeycutt says Alaska in the summer. Kevin says Alaska during the summer. But that's only about a week. That's true. <laughs> I mean, come on. George says Hawaii, hands down. Johnny says Hawaii. Um, so there's Hawaii. a part of me, like there's a, there's a big part of me that wants to be team Alaska. Like yeah. it's clearly the underdog in this situation. It's beautiful. Think yes, of all the is. national parks. It is. I agree. It's, However. It is beautiful. I watched Into the Wild. <laughs> you get eight in Alaska. You can have fun in Hawaii. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I want to be Team Alaska. I do want to see it, but of the two, I'd want to go to Hawaii, not in the summer. So I can go to Hawaii in the winter and Alaska in the there summer, go, there and go, it's the best go. of both worlds. I could go to Hawaii nine months out of the year and then <laughs> visit Alaska for a couple of days. During, during the time where it's light. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, that, that like, short window. You got that 23-hour light thing. It's... Like, you know. when, okay, so all of you Alaska viewers, as, when you watch this, what do you do when it's dark outside all the time? Like, what is that like? I've never been that way. And I can tell you, when I leave 6 a.m. prayer in the morning during the winter and it's still dark outside, like, there's, there's a desire that I have to control the sun with a remote and be like, yes. turn on. Oh, yeah. Um, Kevin, no, he says Hawaii during the winter. Priscilla says Alaska for a week vacay, but Hawaii for extended there, vacation. See, that was me there, right there. Kevin says a week is all he needs. Yeah, it's... Yeah, yeah. that'd be nice. I'd like to see tropical trees and flowers and be on a pretty beach and watch yeah. the waves come in at, you know, 80 degrees every day. Plus, they have volcanoes. They have yeah, active really volcanoes true. that are, like, erupting. Yeah, yeah. You could go see lava. Luma. Hey, ding, 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 got the word. Lava <laughs> from the other day. Lava. Well, guys, this has been... Family chat, buddy just put in the comments, volcanoes kill people. So do moose. Did yeah. you know that moose are the number one reason for most deaths in national parks in our great United States? Moose, guys. <laughs> moose kills people. How do you even know that? I'd have some random Justin. knowledge in my brain, um, and that's one of the pieces of it. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't Most, see that coming. Mostly because George is 
he does not believe, has not believed how violent moose are. And oh. so I've looked up factoids oh, to wow. prove to him that they're mean. Yeah. Um, and they are way bigger than you think. Yeah, they are. They you are hear that? Gigantic. They're way bigger. <laughs> gigantic. I remember being way up north once and I heard a moose go through some woods and it was taking out trees that were that big around like nothing. No joke. They're Huge. mean. Huge. Um, okay, so here, I'm so sorry for clapping. That was probably loud. Here we go. We're about to dive into our segments for the day. It's going to be awesome. Up first is impressions with... Kevin uh, Buck, it's going to be so good. Buddy Crabtree. And the one and only Buddy Crabtree. It's going to be great. Stick around. We're giving you an opportunity to share the broadcast. It's going to be such a good day, and we thank you for joining us. Here we go. Impression time. Here we go. Well, hi guys. Hi, Welcome everybody. to the broadcast. Today we have an awesome show for you. First, we have the Impressions Challenge. That's going to be super exciting. Who's After kids? the Impressions Challenge, we have something. Prayer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We have prayer. And then after prayer, we have the Song Challenge in uh, after Song Challenge, we have a powerful word for you today. But first up, we have the Impressions Challenge. All right, it's time for the Impressions Challenge. This is the, honestly, this is the segment that makes me the most nervous. Really? Me too. <laughs> uh, me too, totally. Because I'm not good at impressions, <laughs> but yet we'll I've been out. on this every time we've done this, <laughs> and it's probably because I'm so bad at impressions. So good at oh, I thank you. Well, the, oh, I don't know if you heard my Wicked Witch of the West last time, but <laughs> it was awful. We put that back in the cards, by the way. Did we? No, I'm kidding. Okay, good. <laughs> good, because I really don't want to do that again. Here's how the Impressions Challenge works. Apparently, this time, we have two separate decks of cards. Um... I don't know what I think about that, but we have two separate decks of cards. <laughs> We're going to be pulling from the deck a random impression, such as whatever this says. Valley Girl. I don't even know what the heck a Valley Girl is. Then is that use like that, one. that was an example? Is that like um whatever? <laughs> is that like a Valley Girl? Yes. Is that what that is? Yep. Okay. <laughs> he just did it. You're perfect. There we go. I guess I'm going to have to do that one now. No. Um, uh, Pat, yes. You just missed Patrick going, I totally like shopping. Yes. Okay, okay, I understand what a valley girl is. So I'll, make, I'll do that one, I guess, since I drew it. Um, you don't have to. Or should I just use that as an example? I was going to say, that's a good example. Okay, I guess I just use that as an example. So out. we have to do an impression. We have no idea what's on these cards. We're going to have to draw a card, and it looks like we have... Singing today. Yes. Si we singing. Well, these aren't necessarily... rhymes. Little, they're like nursery rhymes. Yes. All right, well... I guess that's going to be we what we're doing. we have to do in character. Yeah, so we have to do these nursery rhymes or these singing, whatever you call them. <laughs> I uh, have one that's a song, but I don't know. The uh, the accent that we draw. All right, do you, would you like to go first? I, might as well. Might as well. <laughs> You're going to have to do it anyway, so might as well get just there. like... i got to get there. What do I get? Jump in. <laughs> Kermit the Frog. Kermit the Frog here. Oh, hello. i got to figure out where I am. <laughs> wow, Kermit I was not Frog. All right, go for it. Which one do I want to try to do with Kermit the Frog? 
<laughs> I would just like to say you, you don't have to sing the entire thing. I know, it's, it's a big a, song. It's a, a full song. page of songs. <clears throat> Maybe go with Hermit. two or three bars. Hermit. The wheels on the bus go round and round, round and round, round and round. The wheels on the bus go round and round all through the town. That's enough of that one. Wow. Well done. I can do another one. No, I'm sure, kidding. Sure, do another one. I'm bar. kidding. No, I'm not going to do that. Okay. <laughs> that was actually impressive. How, how did that feel on the throat? Not hard for me. Really? Surprisingly. Have you done a lot of Kermit in your time? Yeah, I'm an old guy, man. Oh, so okay. Kermit was like the thing for me on TV. The thing. You know, so. I got you. Yeah. All right, here's what I'm drawing. What you got? What you got? Irish. Irish. Uh, the Irish is coming out. Irish. Okay. Ah. I have to like put myself in an Irishman's like, I need to think of an Irishman that I know or that I've seen in a movie and I have to pretend to be him. That's a the leprechaun? only way I can do it. A leprechaun. A leprechaun. Ah, oh no. The, my instant Irish person went to that old uh, um, berries and cream, berries and cream. I'm a little lad who loves berries and cream. Berries and cream, I'm a little lad who loves berries and cream. All right, so I guess I'll do that one. That's like my favorite commercial oh, that ever existed. Is, is do you so guys know that commercial? It. I really hope so. All right, so is that Irish though? That's not Irish. Hey, go with it. It's, it was it's, close. That's Swedish. It is just it really? hit me that that wasn't Irish. So now I need to picture a different Irish person. To me. Um, the luck of the Irish. 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 I can't do this. Oh, okay. I, Irish. Can you help me out? What's an Irishman sound? Oh. Irish. I, can, I can't think of anything. I can draw again. Well, okay, hold on. Hickory dickory dock. Is that Irish? Yeah, it works for me. The mouse ran up the clock. <laughs> I lost it. I lost it. <laughs> the clock struck one, the mouse ran down, hickory dickory dock. Hickory dickory dock, yeah. That was an Irish. That's yeah, close enough. That wasn't Irish at all. <laughs> it was funny though. I'm going with it. Oh, <laughs> that was bad. All right, I'm going to pick it up. Right. Impress us again uh, because you did super well with your. Uh, <laughs> uh, George, you don't know what berries are. Oh, cream? Lord. It's Eeyore. A great commercial. Eeyore. Eeyore. Ah. Lost my tail. Anybody know where my tail is? Oh, this is going to be okay. It's going to be great. Mary had a little lamb <laughs> whose fleece was white as snow. And everywhere that Mary went, the lamb was sure to go. It followed her to school one day, which was against the rules. It made the children laugh and play to see a lamb at school. And so the teacher turned it out. But still it lingered near and waited patiently about till Mary did appear. That's all I'm doing that one. Okay, well done. Wow. Where's my tail? <laughs> That was awesome. That doing Eeyore definitely took Wasn't up like two minutes of runtime. Yes, That's I know, okay. It was worth it. You it was be worth in, it. In character, you know. He's yeah, not know. fast. He's, he's, he's like an in. Not fast. Uh, oh no! I got Boston. Pick another one. Boston. 
I, all I can say is Kevin, Boston. I can't say that's anything a else in a Wiki. Boston accent. Wait, I think I can do this. The itsy bitsy spider crawled up the water spout. Down came the rain and washed the spider out. No, now I'm getting Pittsburgh. Sounded, I'm getting into Pittsburgh. Australian right now. to me. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, really? Because that, that's pretty Pittsburghy. Out came the sun and dried up all the rain. No, the itsy bitsy spider. When, now I went Australia. Yeah, yeah. And that's bad again. That was like a weird conglomeration of so many different accents. It was a combination. And an attempt to be uh, to be Boston. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I, I was all over the place right there. All right, let me see what else I can. That was yeah. the best I can do. Oh, all right, I'm gonna, this, I'm gonna keep this one short. Is it hot in here, or is it just me? <laughs> oh, I'm not doing that one. I'll do that one. <laughs> it's okay. I got. I got. Uh, I, I passed up on the Swedish Chef. You passed up on the Swedish. Yes, I'm going to go with Dracula. Dracula. Ooh. This and my Dracula. I told him earlier, Mike Dracula is the Count. You know, ah ah ah. You know, <laughs> the Count. Ah ah ah. Ah ah ah. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. <laughs> How I wonder what you are. Up above the world so high, like a diamond in the sky. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. How I wonder what you are. I kind of wish you had this one, the five. <laughs> five! Five! Little monkeys, Little monkeys jumping on the bed. Four. Three. One fell off. Oh, and oh, oh. <laughs> All right, oh, that's oh, enough oh. of that. <laughs> All right, oh no. <laughs> I got Gollum. <laughs> that's funny just this in the is thought one, of it there. Oh, this is one of the, those ones you have to be really good at <laughs> and practice to be good at. Ah, ah, okay, okay. Oh no. <laughs> okay, this is gonna, this is, okay, this is gonna be good. This is gonna be fine. Amen. We're good. God's with us. <laughs> How do you do that thing with your throat? Like you did with Kermit Kind of, Kind of push it up to uh, behind my sinuses. Behind your sides. Yeah, yeah, up there. Uh, five little monkeys jumping on the oh, bed. Oh, that's creepy. One fell oh, off and bumped his head. Mama called the doctor, and the doctor said, no more monkeys jumping on the bed. That's awesome. That wasn't very good. That was, no, that was great. What, was that great? That was I, perfect. I, I wasn't feeling it. Ooh. I wasn't feeling it. <laughs> I loved it. That kind of hurt me, too. Oh, yes, yeah, so you, you got to get up. All right, well, thank you for joining us that for the... Fun. The uh, Impressions <laughs> Challenge. Uh, thank you for joining us for the Impressions Challenge. That was, that was, that was, that, you did that great. was. You did great. I love that. <laughs> that happened. All right. Well, guys, now we're moving on to a uh, time of prayer with Barrett. So we'll see you right there. Welcome to Mountain Move in Prayer. We're so excited to have you here with us today. And today, 
I'm so excited about this broadcast because God has plans for you specifically today. He has a word on time for you. And during this time of prayer, there is power that he wants released in your life. And we're so excited to have the opportunity to join together with you and help grow your faith and our faith. Oh, it's so exciting. Prayer is awesome. Prayer literally can move mountains. And so today we're going to start off our time of prayer if you're a longtime viewer, you know this. We go through some confessions here on the broadcast that are brought specifically from the Word of God. And we're going to speak the words of God over our lives. So join your faith with mine and let's together pray out the will of God. And we're going to put up, we're going to do two confessions today. Confession number six. Let's say these together. Confession number six. We keep increasing in wisdom and stature and favor with God and man. Now let's declare this and you make this personal for you. I'm going to make it personal for me. Confession number six, I keep increasing in wisdom and stature and favor with God and man. Lord, I thank you that we just get smarter and smarter, wiser and wiser. God is so good. And then confession number seven, one of my favorites, you can't forget this one. It is all of four words. Let's say this, declare it. The struggle is over. There's no struggle that belongs to you. Jesus paid the price so that we could live with his yoke and his burden, and it's easy and light. Now, I'm, I would love to take the rest of this time and just pray over you, pray for you, pray with you, and just take the next few minutes and seek the Lord together. Father, you are great. You are great and greatly to be praised. You are mightier than the mightiest, more wonderful than the most wonderfulest. God, you are good. You are faithful and your mercy endures forever. There is no end to you. You know the end from the beginning. You are the best that there is. You're so good. You're so faithful. And Lord, we thank you. Thank you for this day. Thank you that we have the opportunity to seek you today. Thank you that we have the opportunity to know you today. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I ask that every person watching comes to know you in a new way today. Lord, I ask in the name of Jesus that hearts be softened today, that hearts become fertile soil today. Lord, in Jesus' mighty name, I thank you. I thank you that every mind is clear Lord, that there be no distractions. Lord, work out things for your people. Bring solutions through this broadcast today. Bring hope through this broadcast today. In the name of Jesus, I thank you for it. God, you're good. You're good. You are good. Lord, there's no end to your goodness. You are so good. You are so good. Lord, I thank you that today you are expanding our capacity to know you. You're expanding our ability to know how good you are. Because just when we think that we've seen the goodness of God, there's gooder to be had. Lord, there's better 
There's bigger, there's more. And we thank you that we will know you. We will know you today. Right now, Jesus, I pray and declare in the name of Jesus that every viewer is blessed. Blessing of God be in their homes. Blessing of God be in their marriages. Lord, I ask in Jesus' name that the marriages represented here in this broadcast today, that they're blessed, blessed, that they prosper, that there's fruit that comes from them. Lord, in Jesus' name, I ask that the marriages represented by our viewers, that they are examples in their community for what a godly marriage is supposed to look like. Lord, bless marriages, bless people's jobs. In Jesus' name, we just speak peace be in the name of Jesus over every mind, every will, every emotion, peace of God, peace of God. Flood homes right now. Flood workplaces. Lord, let your peace just descend in their cars as they're driving. Lord, let your peace flood their rooms that they're sitting in right now. Let your peace flush out every seed of instability. Lord, just let the peace of God come in and rule and reign in their hearts. God, peace be in Jesus' name. Grace be in Jesus' name. Blessing be in Jesus' name. Bless them. Bless them, God. Lord, th those that watch this, God, honor them as they're honoring you. As they have honored you by receiving the seed of the word and placing your things first in their lives, honor them. Honor them, Lord. Let them see honor poured out over their lives. Lord, let them continue to increase in wisdom. Let us get smarter and smarter. Lord, let your people have wisdom unlike any of their co-workers. Lord, let wisdom come to them in their jobs. Give them innovative ideas that set them apart from the pack. Lord, give them innovative, creative heavenly ideas. Give, Lord, the entrepreneurs that are watching right now, give them business ideas, businesses that are called to thrive, businesses that are called to prosper, businesses that are called to fund the end time harvest of souls. Give those ideas now and through the rest of this broadcast. In Jesus' name, let those things come alive. Lord, Give us favor. Let us continue to keep increasing in favor, not just with man, but with you. Lord, we have favor with our bosses. We have favor with our spouses. We have favor when we go into Walmart. We have favor when we're driving down the road. We have favor no matter where we go or where we turn. We're favor-filled people. That's who we are. We're your people, favor-filled, favored by you and favored by man. Lord, you're so good. Let us continue to increase in maturity right now through this broadcast. You're maturing your people. Lord, thank you that you keep increasing us. And Lord, through this time, the people that are honoring your word, I just declare in Jesus' name, every crooked pathway made straight, everything that's looked dark, let the light of God shine on it now in Jesus' mighty name. Expose every hidden thing that would steal, kill, or destroy. Expose it. Let it not come to pass because it's destroyed now by the anointing in Jesus' mighty name. 
Lord, we thank you. We thank you that people are growing today. People's lives are going up today. Say, my life is going up today. My life is going up today. God is good. My life is going up to a new level today. That's what your life is doing today. You're going higher. The highest that you've ever been at before, God is going to take you beyond that. The goodest that it's ever been before, it's going to get gooder. God is taking you to a new level today because you're honoring the word of God and he's faithful to his word. He is faithful to perform the word confessed and spoken. He loves you and today his love for you is going to be so on display. It's going to take your breath away. He's a good God. And we thank you so much for joining us today for this time of prayer. And right now, right now, are you ready for some joy? You ready for some laughter? Then buckle up because right now we are hopping into the song challenge with Buddy Crabtree and Marky Dunphy. Buddy and Marky, and I'm so excited because Marky is so fun playing this game, and so is Buddy, I believe. I've never seen Buddy play, but I've listened to Buddy as we're playing. Do you guys feel confident yeah. about this game? Well, see, here's the thing. I've never actually been the one participating in the game, mm -hmm. so like when you're not participating, <laughs> you're like, oh, this is going to be super simple. But then whenever you have like the pressure of, oh, no, now I have to perform. <laughs> yeah, it's different. Now, now I have to actually come up. Like, I don't know, the, the pressure makes it... A whole different game. You may want to get taller. You may want to. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to. I'm growing. She says in the first time, and no. <laughs> I'm not growing in like 15 years. <laughs> this, was, this was a moment. <laughs> well, guys, here is how this works. If you've never seen it before, we have a stack of cards here, and there are over 50 words of the most popular wow. a lot words. Of words. A lot. Not like popular, but the most commonly used words in songs. I am going to flip a card up. They're going to see the word. And like, for example, this word is baby. Whichever one of them can think of the song first, they're going to hit the table. And they get to sing a song for an undisclosed amount of time, basically as long as I'm amused. And then we're going to cut off, and we're going to let the other person have an opportunity to sing a song. We're going to volley the points back and forth. And whoever can go the longest gets all the points that round. So if there are like five volleys in this game, then the five points would go to whoever. I'm pointing at you like you're going to win, so I, 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 I just Will go to whoever. The points yeah. will go to whomever is the best. So, are you ready? I I am so ready. So ready. Are you ready? Sure. Sure. Buddy seems less confident. Here we go. <laughs> the first word is feel. I feel good. Na, 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 na. I knew that. Okay. Done. Can <laughs> you feel the love tonight? Done. Feel the blood rushing to my face. That's not a. That's not a song. 
That's like the. Oh, I used the word feel though. I know. Oh, I didn't mean to. Okay. Oh, so, I thought you. So those two points like go to Buddy. That would be the thank you. Song what? Ever. Both points go to him. Thank you for all my fans. What? That's how the game works. Whoever. What is that? Whoever goes last steals all the points. What? Oh, wow. Every world. time I post it, I've done it wrong. I just now realized. <laughs> what? Oops. So Buddy gets two points. Marky has zero. What, what a blessing. I know you explained it at the beginning, but it kind of went over my head. <laughs> over but... my head. It's over my head. Okay. And this oh word is gosh. rock. How'd you hit it? <laughs> I just figured a rock and roll song would come out that has the words <laughs> rock and roll. I didn't, though. Do, do I Absolutely. Steal it? I want to rock and roll all See, day, that's day, what should have come to my brain. I knew it was something like that. So, Buddy has <laughs> three points. Marky is doing really well. She's doing really well. She's got this. There's lots of momentum. You have plenty of time to, to still <laughs> steal this game. This word is good. I feel good. <laughs> no, 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 no. You, you, That wasn't there when you hit it. I can, I can see it in your face. Is that the only song that's in your brain right now? I'm feeling good, Michael Bublé. You're good. Wait, she just said two songs. So it, yeah, no. We're just going to count one. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, which one are we counting? Which well, one? you're Michael a good, Bublé. good father. It's who you are. Okay. It's who you are. I guess you can use the other um, one. She can't. Uh, mm -mm. Uh, I don't know. Burp, 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 burp. Two points go to Buddy. Stop stealing my points. <laughs> well, you sang two songs, so you should have saved your second one until later. No, I thought I got, okay. I was trying to be fair and not use the same song as I used for the word feel. Oh, she you, sang she the did? same song oh, twice. Is she allowed to? Yeah. Yeah. I, what? I, I don't. Yeah. I don't see that being a problem. I could have three points right now. Instead, right. I have none. What's really <laughs> fun, guys, for those of you who haven't seen Marky play games before, there's a sense of justice within Marky <laughs> that is coming alive right now on broadcast. <laughs> These <Justice>. rules are <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Okay, you guys can help them out in the comments. Can they? Yeah. Like I can take the comments? You can. Pastor just chose not to do that last week. I have zero points. Please, guys, <laughs> please. Um, oh, Lord, you are good. That would have been a good one. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Angel. Angels we have heard on high, <laughs> sweetly. You're my angel. You're my darling. That's where I was. Baby, or something like that. Did it. Um. Boop. All I can think of is angels in the outfield. Boop. <laughs> it's not a song, though. Boop, boop. Two points go to Marky. I had another one. That's not how it works, though. Oh. I thought we were going back to me. <laughs> no. okay. I have one. Okay, no. so I got his point anyway, yeah, though. Yeah, you did. Okay. You stole it. It happened. Okay. It's five to two. You're good. You're yeah, good. Okay. You're okay. I You're got catching points, up. guys. <laughs> I got Uh, hark the Herald. Watching Marky play games. <laughs> That's the one I was gonna do is Hark the Herald Angels. <laughs> okay. Okay, so we are five to two. Mm -hmm. I guess the first one to ten, maybe. I don't know. We're just gonna go until we're done. Um, yes. dog. Who let the dogs out? Who? 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 What Did other it? song has the word dog in it? Uh, what is the one about the doggy? I, how much is that doggy in the window? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't. I'm not gonna steal that. 
two points for Marky. Who would have thought? <laughs> so we are currently four to five right now. Here we go. There's also Dog Days by Florence and the Machine, Hound Dog by Elvis. I don't know if Snoop Doggy Dog is a, a hot song. Dog. Um, <laughs> hot dog. Hot dog. Hot diggity dog. Oh, <laughs> I like. Okay, out of this list that Mickey you Mouse said it had like house. the most common words, I don't know how dog made it. There. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We're pulling from was, Mickey Mouse. Stuff. I, I really I like the Mickey Mouse. <laughs> hot, hot dog. Hot dog. Hot, hot diggity dog. dog. Come inside. Yeah. It's fun. Dance. I just decided. Everybody dance now. Bam. 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 I really enjoyed that. <clears throat> Dance with me, oh lover of my soul. Did it. Oh, I want to dance with somebody. <laughs> I want to feel the heat with somebody. I'm so pleased. Yeah, I don't ever want that to end. Ding, ding, ding. I feel like there should Just be some like, dance. Friday, like Friday night fever or something like coming. Dude. 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 I don't know. The screen is helping you. I, can I use this? Yes. Okay. I don't know what dance, dancing. Oh, dancing in the street. Wait, do I know what dancing in the street? Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay, I'll use the comments next time. Okay, so <laughs> we're currently eight to four. That just happened. Okay, it's the first one to ten. I'm so. just happy to have any points. <laughs> um, That's a good attitude. I don't know any songs with this one off the top of my head. Mind. Um, I do like that Miss Jan says that you have energy today, though. So <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Um, uh, can we get rid of that? Uh, in my mind, I'm going Carolina. You spoke that. I don't. That in my that. mind. <laughs> <laughs> ding ding. I don't. I got another. Got my mind on my money and my money on my mind. Um, wow. I just wanted to participate. I got one. Five. Two, eight. Pastor said Georgia on my mind. I don't know what that is. Oh, you don't know what that is? Yeah, that's a good one. Sure. Okay, here comes fall. As the sky falls. <laughs> <laughs> what? That was the most unenthusiastic rendition of that James Bond song. At the sky I don't fall. know if it counts. <laughs> it <laughs> totally does. Yeah, okay. It totally <laughs> does. I'm not buddy. I let compound words count. Um, yes. <laughs> ding, ding. There's so many, like, I, I, I don't know. I got another okay, point. Okay, six. Six? I don't know. Uh, sure. Sure. Six to eight. <laughs> Here we go. All right, last um, There was also Fallen by Alicia Keys. Um, oh. May. That's his man. Man. Just kidding. <laughs> I wrote it. I promise. Uh. <laughs> man. Does men count? Sure. It's Rain and Men. That's a song. Right? You gotta sing it. I don't know how yeah. it actually goes. <laughs> At all. Ding, ding. So does that count? Sure. Sure. Okay, good. I feel like I feel good says man in it. Like, man, I feel good. <laughs> That's like Mulan. my go-to. Mulan. Uh, I'm helping. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> um, man, uh, what? Rock, rocket Man. <laughs> you don't know that song. I do, I do. It's from, it's from Alan John. Yeah. That, that's yeah. That good? I got it. Yeah. Well, I guess it's I didn't know how the last one goes. So. Right, I got well, it. Well, then I'll just take your, your hand. I'll make a man out of you. Oh, that's what it is. Man, um, I feel like a woman. I feel like a woman. Yeah. We're up to four points, guys. 
Help him um, out. Help Buddy out. We're about to. Let me win. Uh, I mean, if Marky gets this, Marky wins. Let's go, Buddy. <laughs> Whoever wins this one, we're coming up. Dirt. 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 Champion. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry to your ears. I'm sorry. You won. What is, I wasn't Look at that. that. Look at that. You weren't either. <laughs> Look at that face. I want you to win everything. Like, <laughs> look at the joy on that face. No participation trophies here, guys. This was genuine. Well, this has been Song uh, Challenge. Marky is the winner. Mm -hmm. That was very good. Well good job, that guys. That was unexpected. That was a curveball. <laughs> <laughs> And now it is time. Are you ready? Buckle up. It's time for What's the Word? It's going to be a good one. We're going to give you a couple of seconds to go ahead and share the broadcast. If you haven't done it yet, it's going to be good. Stick around with us as we head over to What's the Word and share the broadcast. We'll see you basically in a second, like right now. <laughs> I think you may have missed that. I don't think we were live yet. This was not planned. Like, I know that you've seen this now. This was not a coordinated attempt to match. Nope. Um, this was the Lord. I was seeking the Holy Ghost. <laughs> I was going to wear something else. He said, wear this one. So. I was as well. I had many other options, That's actually. That's funny. That is really we're funny. We're very bright. The tones almost match. Yours is a little bit more rich than it mine is. is. But it is. Anyway. We took our wear bright colors to heart the other day. <laughs> Well, guys, thank you so much for being on. It is time for What's the Word? And we are on part three of our series, How yeah. to Apply Faith to Win. Have you been enjoying it? Put it in the comments right now. Let us know who's watching. Like, put some hands up so we know who we're talking to. Yeah, where are you watching from? Yeah. Uh, we love you, and it's going to be awesome. So we've been talking about how to apply faith to win. Yes. Uh, how to apply faith to win. And because a lot of times we've been going through situations and all of a sudden you think you're applying faith yeah. and you think that you're about to win. And then I've been in situations where I haven't. Uh, it doesn't happen now as much as it used to. Yeah. Uh, matter of fact, I have a hard time thinking of times when I didn't win, but it's because of the principles that we're teaching here. And so in looking at this, one of the things I want you to see is kind of this list of how to apply faith. We talked about it the last uh, few days. So uh, let me pull this up and I'm going to share it with you again. Let's see here. 
Yeah, we, so, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to greet the people as they're coming on. Miss Jan is watching, Kevin's on, Johnny's on. Miss Jan says that she's watching from Hillsboro, North Carolina. And as Pastor Brian is putting this up, just really quickly as a reminder, we are going to be having the honor of having Pastor Tracy Harris with us. Yes. He's coming Sunday night, Monday night, and Tuesday night. He'll be here with us at Boomerang. And you, yes, you, you're invited to come and be a part of it with us. If you're local, definitely get here. If you're not local, travel in yes. like it's gonna be worth it it's gonna be such a good set of meetings if you have any questions feel free to send us a message you can do that on the what's right page or you can go to what's right.org or you can just send a message to boomerang call us we'll we'll hook you up with info but it's coming this weekend and you're gonna want to be here amen i i actually i just put in the comments the steps of how to apply faith yeah. and when and uh, I meant to have that ready, but honestly, I got called up in the song challenge I and I was watching. It was entertaining. So as soon as you were talking about you can't think of a time where you haven't won, I was still in song challenge mode. So yeah. I was like, all I do is win, <laughs> win, win, no matter what. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Kevin says he's so excited for uh, Brother Tracy's coming. You should be. It's going mm -hmm. to be awesome. Yeah. And have you announced that next week we're starting our new time? Haven't yet. Yeah, I should well, have tell at them. the beginning. I forgot, guys. Except Exciting. We are growing at Lunch Plus, and yeah. so growth without change is impossible. You've got to change in order to grow, and so we are going to be moving to 11.30 in the morning. Yeah. That's going to be our start time, 11.30. Yes. And so make plans to join us. We look very hunter orangey right now. <laughs> <laughs> We're going hunting. But yes, yeah, so starting this coming Monday, 11.30 is going to be when we're starting. And do you want to tell them anything special about what's happening next week? Well, next week, we're going to have uh, Brother Tracy on the yes. broadcast with us. So it's going to be awesome. Yes. What's the word will be what's the word with Brother Tracy and I. And uh, that's going to be powerful. Amen. So we're looking forward to it's it. It's going to be good. Amen. All right. So uh, in looking at how to apply faith to win, today we're talking about the third step, applying faith and patience. Uh, so you'll see in this list that there's basically three major steps, and then under the third step, we have nine other steps. These are just things to think about, pay attention to, get to know them in your uh, spirit. A lot of times when people see a list, uh, they will just kind of zone out like that's too much. It's yeah. not. You just start applying these things, meditate on the scriptures, and they become a part of who you are. Yeah. Just like, you know, at one point you didn't know one plus one and two plus one, but you kept repeating it and then you grew in it. Repetition is the motor of learning. And so one of, let's look at these steps now. The three main steps are this. Know that you are saved and put on hope. Mm -hmm. Know the salvation of the Lord is already yours and put on hope. Two, of course, we dealt with that two days ago. Yesterday, we dealt with step two, which is see the equipped, uh, the attacks, <laughs> see the equipped, <laughs> see the attacks and deal with the attacks quickly. Yeah. Uh, that's where the quick came equics. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how that happened. And then three, <laughs> What we're on today is apply faith and patience. We're going to talk about that. Underneath apply faith and patience, we have how to apply that faith and patience. Uh, confess the promise and nature uh, of God. Believe that you have received. Transfer the weight or the care to Him. Set your eyes on the truth. Enter into rest. Don't doubt. Forgive. 
work your faith, and continuously thank and praise Him. So those are the steps to remember to apply your faith and operate in patience. So uh, I really enjoyed, the last two days have been really good just looking and examining at how to start the process of winning in your faith projects. And so one of the things that I want to do is as we're looking at it today, today we are looking specifically at um, how to apply patience and faith. So what I've seen is a lot of times, many, many, many times, what happens is, I'm looking for my notes here. There we go. All right. So uh, many times what happens is somebody, maybe they'll come to a church service. Let's just paint that scenario. They'll hear a message like, say, for healing or finances, or they'll hear something like that. They'll come forward. They'll get prayer for healing, and then and they'll feel the power of God. Yeah. Many times they will feel the power of God, and they know that God moved, and then they, they think that it's done. Yeah. That, and that's the issue. They think that the whole process is now done because they had this one magical moment. Yeah. And that's where they miss it, because then they walk out the door, and sometimes before they can even get to their car, the devil throws a symptom at them, and when he throws a symptom at them, they go, oh, well, I must not be healed. And what happens is they did have faith. Yeah. Um, but they didn't apply patience with that faith. In order to win in our faith, we must have faith from the beginning to the end of it. Faith must still be remaining at the end when the manifestation comes. And faith is not needed when you have the manifestation. Faith is needed when you don't have the full manifestation. But know that faith is working in you. And so this this is a major key. But we need to start with faith. Many people don't start with faith and they don't understand they don't understand that they can we must in order to you know win in faith and always win we must have faith yeah this is the victory first john 5 4 is this is the victory that overcomes the world even our faith we must start with faith and so uh, let's go right now to mark chapter 11 and verse uh, 22 through 24. Mark 11:22 of course a key uh, to faith here. Amen. And so Jesus says he's talking about the fig tree and he says and Jesus answered saying to them have faith in God or have the God kind of faith. Yeah. Truly I say to you whoever says to this mountain be taken up and cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart but believes that what he says is going to happen. Yeah. It will be granted him. Yeah. So a lot of times people are praying, you know, I, I've watched people put prayer requests out and go, you know, well, uh, we could use all the prayers that we that we can, uh, you know, please everybody be praying for this situation. And they don't realize it, but they are right there. They're sacrificing their faith. Yeah. You know, they are, they are putting, they're throwing their faith in the trash can right there. And they don't even know it. Here's why. Because many times what happens when people do that is they're saying we need more prayers. Right. Jesus specifically said it's not the amount of your prayers. It's the quality right. of our prayer. Is our prayer a prayer of faith? If I'm praying a prayer of faith 
And I can have agreement yes. on that prayer, but it's the original prayer of faith that works. Yeah. Now, if let's say that you are linked to Nicole and I and you're praying for us. Your prayer of faith can work for us if we have that uh, link in that way. Yeah. Uh, your prayer, like let's say I'm missing it or I'm not even feeling like praying and you're praying for me, that can be the prayer of faith that works right. as long as I'm in agreement with what you're praying. Right. But if, you know, a lot of times... If I'm going to say, well, let's just get everybody praying, and we think that a lot of people praying is what's going to do it. Well, we need all the prayer support we can get. Well, that most people, you have to understand, most people that are praying are not praying in faith. They've not been taught faith. They've not lived faith. Yeah. And when they pray, they're, like, they're praying in a worldly hope or a wishing. So they're saying, Lord, I, I really wish that, that this would happen. That's not faith. Faith is believing that what you prayed, you will and have received it. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. Let, me, let me read this verse again. So Jesus said, have the God kind of faith or have faith in God. Truly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and cast in the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but then he, he shows us and he defines it. Mm -hmm. He says, but this person believes that what he says is going yeah. to happen. It's going yeah. to happen. It's not a, well, maybe God will pour it out this time. That's not faith. Yeah. That's not faith. And so many times people are sitting there going, you know, well, I was in faith. And they actually weren't. The devil yeah. has deceived them. So, you know, we must get into actual faith. And yeah. then there's further definition in the next verse says, verse 24, Therefore I say to you, all things for which you pray and ask, believe yeah. that you have received them, and they will be granted you. Yeah. So when you're praying, you're not praying, well, hopefully I'll get this prayer answered in a month from now. No, when you pray the prayer of faith, now faith is you are believing I receive it now. Yeah. And so this is where a lot of people don't understand uh, the balance of the spirit man and the flesh man and the soul, the mind, will, and emotions in between. And so they are looking and they're taking their truth from what they see. You know, if that arm's broke, they're saying, okay, it's still broke. And that truth is being allowed by them by what they see out of their eyes. Yeah. That truth should be the Word of God that by His stripes we were healed. No matter what I see in the Spirit, the move in the spiritual things can change the fruit of the physical things. Yeah. And so a lot of times what people are doing is they're actually, uh, they're actually looking and they're taking all of their cues from the flesh and not from the spirit. So he's saying right here, he's saying, look, the physical manifestation, as soon as you pray the prayer of faith, it's on the way. Yeah. As soon as you pray the prayer of faith, it, the physical manifestation is on the way. Yeah. But you must receive the spiritual uh, the spiritual answer into your spirit man yeah. immediately. Yeah. You believe I have received. Yeah. All right. So this is what a lot of times people don't do. And so they don't know the, the balance between the spirit and the flesh. And so then they, they look at the flesh, the temporary thing and say, oh, well, I must not be healed. Right. I must not have gotten it. And I, I've watched as people 
I prayed for people, and I felt the Holy Ghost. I felt the anointing go, whoom, right through. And I'm like, wow, that was the power of God right there. There was the anointing. And I felt it. I sensed it in the Holy Ghost, and I felt it in the flesh. And I know that the anointing, because God's not one who just gives you, well, let me give you a taste of my right. anointing, but I'm not going to do the whole thing. Yeah. That's not who God is. When you know that he's absolute love, that's not even on the table. Right. Right. He's the one. If you feel just the inkling or you know that you've got one promise of, of a little bit of healing, he's going to give the whole thing to yeah. you. He's not one who withholds any good thing mm -mm. to those who walk uprightly. So if, if you feel the anointing, you, you can know that whole thing is done. Yeah. The whole thing is done. It's not just the beginning of the whole thing is done. Yeah. And so I've watched people receive and even feel uh, the anointing and fall out, not because they were giving me a sympathy fall. They were, they were legit knocked out by the anointing and then get up and walk outside feeling that anointing of God that's actively breaking the yeah. yoke. That anointing is actively breaking the yoke. And then all of a sudden they go, well, they have a symptom. The devil goes, well, let's t challenge what they believe. Right. He throws a symptom back on. They go, oh, well, I must not have gotten it. Yeah. And what they just did was they were in faith, but they didn't apply patience to that faith. Yeah. And they literally dropped it. If you can imagine the physical manifestation coming from heaven, but as soon as they doubted in their heart, and that's one of the things it says in here is they doubt in their heart. And when they doubt in their heart, they drop patience in that faith. And it's like that, that uh, supply that's coming, that healing, that provision, it's coming from heaven and then it stops. Yeah. And it's like it's hanging there for that person to put faith back on and ha keep patience till that physical manifestation has arrived. Yeah. And we've watched this many times. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, you know, as you're talking, I, I know this isn't, you know, teaching specifically on prayer, but using this verse as an example, I'm thinking of, you know, if you were promised something, like those of you that are married, um, let's say your husband or your wife promised you to do something. Yeah. And, you know, 20 minutes later, you didn't see the thing done. And then you go and you talk to them and you're like, hey, I go, I, I need you to go do this. And then you go to them again. And you're like, hey, I need you to go do this. Yes. Like that goes from asking to badgering. And it's, it's, it's a nagging that stems from a belief that it's not going to happen. And when we are patience is one of those things that I don't feel like people enjoy because yeah. it requires, <laughs> it requires a self-discipline, but it's a totally different ball game when I have asked George to do something and then I thank him for it. Yeah. And, and if I just keep nagging him, like one provokes him to action because gratitude yeah. provokes people. Like yes. it stirs something yeah. up in them. If, if, like just me as a person, if I can tell you're thankful for something, it makes me want to do it more. It makes yeah. me want to do it again. But if I, if, if it's coming as a, I don't believe you're going to do this for me. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm unsure of you. It, my flesh as a corrupted flesh has had a tendency to feel frustrated of, yeah. don't you trust me? Don't you yeah. believe that my word is yes. And that I'm going to do the things that you've asked me to do. Yeah. That I care enough about you. And I'm a person. Like, yeah. This is God, God, God's word says that if you believe and you don't doubt in your heart that what, um, that it'll be gra granted to you that 
blah, 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 I lost the verse where I was. But, but you know, if you confess with your mouth, believe yeah. what you're saying, it'll happen. That's how yeah. salvation comes. That's how the kingdom works. So yeah. we are, if we're able to have salvation in him by speaking, then everything else in the kingdom works that way too. Um, but I mean, it just, it just popped in my head how much more productive life is when I'm thankful than when I'm in fear and nagging. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, and thankfulness of course is a part of faith and God's kind of faith is being thankful for it. But one of the things that you see is let's go to Hebrews chapter six and verse 12. And this is really the key verse for today is when we're winning faith projects, we must have faith and patience. So the first thing yeah. is believing God. Can you see how, can you see how uh, earlier when I was saying, when somebody gets online and they're like, hey, we need as much prayer as yeah. we can, how, what they're basically saying is, I need your prayers because mine are not working. Mm-hmm. Right? Sure. And And it actually can cancel out what they're doing because now they're putting faith in a majority of people praying instead of putting faith in the goodness of God. Yeah. You see what I mean? They're trying to like motivate God by getting more people praying. Then what they're saying is God doesn't love me enough to be motivated by my own prayers. And they don't realize they're actually canceling out their own faith and, and, turning it into works instead of faith. Yeah. And that's, it's one of those things. I'm not a big, a big fan of, obviously, of uh, prayer chains and different things like that. But you need to have faith and you need agreement. Yeah. So, you know, if we're believing, if Nicole and I are believing for something, we will ask people that we know operate in faith for agreement yeah. in that. But they're not, they're not necessarily praying their own prayer. They're agreeing with our yeah. prayer and our prayer of faith in yeah. that way. And so... A lot of times. And that's what Paul did. Paul yes. didn't just send his letters out in prayer chain form, yeah. like asking yes. to pray. That's what he was doing is agree with us. Yeah, it's a lot of times you can see that people's prayers when they, uh, Andrew Womack did a, a great teaching a while back and he was rather sassy in it too. But he also understood that not understanding a prayer of faith, not understanding a prayer of faith was costing people's lives. Yeah. It was costing them constantly. And so he was trying to get their attention by kicking over some of these religious cows of uh, faith prayers and, and chain, prayer chains and all this kind of stuff. And he's like, I know I'm in your, he said, we got more dirty email about that, you know, uh, than many others because of that. So I got Buddy bringing me some, some tea. Thank you, sir. Ooh, that cup's hot. Thank you. So... Anyway, there was um, many times uh, people are actually thinking that they're in faith when they're not. You need to get around some people, and and this verse will show you something, but you need to get around some people that actually are operating in faith. Yeah. And when you get around, it make it shines a light on areas where we could be missing it. Yeah. And and I would say that to people that think that you're already operating in faith. Yeah. Are all of your prayers getting answered? Yeah. Are all of them getting answered? Um, you know, this is a good question. It's a very, very good question because the word says that they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
they're supposed to all be answered. Yeah. So if they're not all being answered, there's a reason for it. But he says they, they should all be answered. Which means that when we go into prayer to pray, yeah. there needs to be a confidence that they're going to be answered. Like, yes. Like when you pray, are you yeah. expecting to see a result like immediately the word you go through the book of Acts, it's a book of suddenly. Yeah. It's a yeah. book of instantlies. And that's how so I would just say as an indicator, when you pray, is it a maybe or is it yeah. a no, these things are happening today. Yeah. Let me while we're here, uh, let me throw out one more. Uh, definitely don't do this at Boomerang because I may call you out on it. But don't do <laughs> an unspoken prayer request. No. What good no. does that do? Nothing. There's no, you're asking me to agree on something. Your unspoken prayer request could be, uh, I pray that, uh, you know, my spouse will leave me and that this hot person down the road will come and be my new spouse. I'm not agreeing. I'm with not going to agree with that. No. I don't know what you're talking about. And I, you know, not only that, but a lot of times what's happening is there's no faith yeah. attached to it. They could be off of the word yeah. asking for some. And so I'll tell you if people do that now, and I'm nice to people that, that don't know or, but uh, you know, if <laughs> our leadership, they know they like, no, don't take an unspoken prayer request. What do you want? Yeah. What's the scripture? You know, you're believing based on what, what's the scripture that you want there. And a lot of times in un unspoken prayer requests, people are trying to hide something they should be confessing. Yep. Or they're trying to get you to agree on something they know that you're not going to agree with, right? Or they just want attention and like, please pray for me. I'm going through something. And, you know, yeah. don't, don't. It, it, it does no good. It's a wasted effort. There's no good. Now, there are times, there's just a few times where uh, somebody is going through something and the Holy Ghost will say, don't press into what it is. And I don't have any spiritual authority in their life. And it'll say, don't press in. But if you're in a church and you are under a spiritual authority, you should be able to tell your pastor basically everything. Yeah. You, and if you can't, then you're either not plugged in or they're not the right person. Yeah. And so, see, a lot of people, they avoid submitting themselves. They avoid, you know, commitment. And they're avoiding unspoken as a way to avoid things they need to be facing directly. Yeah. And uh, so I'll have, there's times where people are not under a spiritual authority. And, um, and the Lord will say, just, just pray in the Holy Ghost for them. Pray in the Holy Ghost. And I'll say, all right, uh, I'll tell you what I'll do. I will pray in the Holy Spirit for that, the will of God to be done perfectly. Yeah. Nothing more, nothing less, that the will of God will be done on earth in your life as it is in heaven. And a lot of times, truthfully, what the will of God is, is the exact opposite of what they're asking to be. That's why they're not talking yeah. about it. You know, not every time, but a lot of times. But that's the way it's, it's like uh, what Paul uh, gave in Ephesians. I pray that the eyes of understanding will be enlightened. And I'll pray that for that person. Yeah. Lord, I pray that you show them exactly what your will is and what your will isn't. Yeah. And then give them the strength to step out exactly what your will is and let that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And uh, so that'll be what I pray. And I'll pray in the Holy Ghost, which is praying out the perfect will of God yeah. and the mysteries of God. And why are we talking about this? Because many people, you know, the step three of how to apply faith and when is actually get in faith. Yeah. 
which is trusting in the goodness and the love and the character and nature of God as a loving father and Jesus who's my Lord that I give all control of my life to and he's my savior. He'll save me from everything and anything. I'm asking him to manifest who he is. So if I'm asking a bunch of people you know, to pray, and I think that a lot of prayers is going to move him. That's the opposite of the prayer of faith. If I'm if I'm not praying based on a scripture that God gave me, you know, then I'm not then I'm not praying yeah. in faith. Faith is only faith when it's based on the word of God. Yeah. It has to have a word of God to be faith, because faith in by definition is a belief in what he has said yeah. will come to pass. A belief in who he is. Is, will come to pass. Well, and you know, as you're talking, this this goes right hand in hand with patience. But you know, talking about prayer, yeah. I know I've been the person in the past that didn't know these things, and I would go and I would ask so many different people to pray for me because I didn't believe that the Lord loved me enough or right. cared enough about me to answer me. So I believed He'd answer you, right? But I didn't believe He'd answer me. Yeah. And so I would go to people and be like, "Will you pray for me?" Instead yeah. of me praying for me, because I just didn't think He cared. Yeah. And so, so many other times, you know, I'd pray, and the Lord would have answered me, but because I didn't see it in that moment, that yeah. doubt would come in of, "Well, I guess, I guess I was wrong. I, I guess yeah. God just didn't want that for me right now, and that's okay. He knows better." And be, it goes to self worth, you know. Trust that the Lord loves you. Trust that the Lord is good. Trust in his faithfulness for you. He's a faithful God and a covenant God, not just for Pastor Brian, not just for myself, not just for the most holy person you can think of. He's faithful to you. He's faithful for you. And he's answering you when you pray. He's hearing you when you pray the prayer of faith. When you stand on the word of God, he is faithful and just to perform his word. He is is a God who doesn't lie and he doesn't have favorites. He's not a respecter of persons. He's a respecter of faith. So that lie of I'm not good enough. He doesn't care enough about me. What that's a lie from hell. And that, that attack on self worth needs to be dealt with because it'll kill you. It'll keep you out of the promised land for sure. Like you may get to heaven, but you're going to get there and realize, Oh my gracious. I hadn't, I didn't let myself believe in the fullness of his love for me what could I have done for him and that's one of the things if, if if the enemy can't get you on one end he'll try to go around the other way fortify yourself with the word of God so word. that there's no weak spots for the enemy to get in if you have had a ditch of pride and I'm so great don't let yourself unfortify the end that of pride that's the other ditch of I'm just crappy you know cover yourself with the word the word says you're yeah. protected the yeah. word says he loves you the word says he keeps you. The word says he's for you and he hears you when you pray. Amen. Amen. So now if you go back to Mark 11, you don't have to turn there, but let me just draw your attention to something. It says, if you believe, if you confess with your mouth and you believe and do not doubt in your heart. Yeah. All right. So doubt shows that faith starts and then doubt came in. Yeah. And that means In other words, we started with faith, but we did not have patience in that faith. And when that doubt came, you know, this goes back to uh, over into James, a double-minded man. So I started 
in faith in my, one mindset, but then I go into doubt. Now I'm double-minded. And James says, let not that person think that they will receive anything from yeah. the Lord. And so as soon as we move into doubt, it stops the process and the manifestation of that faith. Yeah. But when we put faith, and we know that spiritually I've received it already. You know, if I'm praying for healing, I believe I have received it. Doesn't matter how I feel in my physical body at that moment. And and a lot of times people get tripped up on this. The difference between the working of miracles and the healing restoration. So in Mark 16, it says they'll lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Mm -hmm. Right. So that means if I lay Mark 16, if I lay hands on you, then automatically the anointing of God goes into you and it starts recovering your body. A lot of times it'll speed up and heal much, much faster, supernaturally faster. And a lot of times people wake up the next day and they're completely whole, you know, or maybe they go down the road a week or two weeks and this chronic thing that they've had all the sudden it's gone. Recovery worked, right? Now, what you see a lot of times is you see miracles which are instant. Miracles that, let's say you needed healing in your body and immediately healing comes and and it's a miracle. That's the working of miracles. So a lot of people are looking for the working of miracles and they receive, see they're forcing God to only come into their life and bring His anointing their way. Come into my life the way I want it to do it my way. And he's saying, look, I'm pouring out uh, the working of, I'm pouring out healing, the gift of healing. You're you're wanting the gift of miracles right now. You should be pleased with either one of them, but we force it. And that's a lack of humility that shuts grace up. So if we don't walk in submission and humility, we can close grace grace work in our life because we don't say, Lord, um, heal me. I'm asking for your healing. I know that you will. And so they're looking for miracles for it to be instantaneous. And they don't realize that what they received is just as powerful and it's working in their body right yeah. now. And so a lot of times that's what causes people to drop faith yeah. and step out of patience. So you see, he says, look, believe in your heart and do not doubt in your heart. Don't drop that faith. Now look at this. This is huge. And the Lord's been pulling this verse up to me a lot over the last little bit. Verse uh, Hebrews 6 and verse 12, he says, so that you will not be sluggish. In other words, if you do what I'm about to tell you, you will be uh, diligent in your work. But if you don't do this, you're going to be sluggish in it. Right. You're going to be uh, have a lack of diligence, and you won't see the rewards. He says, but be imitators. And I think the King James says, follow those. Uh, the New American says, imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Yeah. Now watch this. There's several things. First of all, imitate a certain kind of person. Uh, imitate the people that have real faith, not people that tell you they have faith. You want to see the faith in action. You want to see healing in action. I can tell you several stories just in this room of about five or six people behind the camera that have seen faith come through this ministry, have seen it manifest in their lives, in their finances, in their spiritual fruit. They've seen the working power of God in their lives. I got several people nodding their heads. All right, now... 
Here's the issue. You want to be and imitate and follow those who have faith. Second, they have patience. In other words, they apply patience to their faith. Mm -hmm. So they don't just give up faith just because they didn't see it right away. They continue in their faith and they'll start with faith and they will end with faith. And so first thing is follow those who have faith. Follow those who have patience in their faith. Third thing is follow those who inherit the promises. In other words, if you have a ministry or a minister that you're following and they're not seeing people healed, they're not seeing people born again, they're not seeing the fruit that the Bible lays out very clearly. They're not seeing the power of God, revelation, word of wisdom, word of knowledge. They're not seeing the fruit of the Spirit brought up inside of people. That yeah. You're not seeing those fruits, the promises of God manifested. God says right here, don't follow them. Yeah. Yeah. Don't follow them and don't imitate them. Well, that right there will refine the number of choices that you have to follow real quick. <laughs> Won't it? <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so this is something that, you know, there's a, I think it's in Timothy, uh, Phil and I were talking about the other day where it says, look, if they don't flow in the power of God and signs and wonders, he said, don't, don't hang around these men, much less make them your pastor. Yeah. You know, you're supposed to be moving around people that are operating in the power of God and they are in the process constantly of inheriting the promises, not just talking about them. A lot of people can talk. And Paul said, I don't come to you in convincing words of man's wisdom, talk, but but in demonstration and power. The gospel is the power of God to save, to save in any area that we need saving in. And so how do you get, how do you get to manifestation? You apply faith and you apply patience to that faith. We need to, to walk that out. And, and so one of the things like, for example, we were talking about this, Noah, Mm -hmm. think about this, Noah, Noah got the word to build the ark. He got the word to build the ark. He didn't actually get on the ark for about a hundred years. Nobody I know watching this broadcast has been in faith and patience for a hundred years. Why? You hadn't even been alive that long. (laughs) And that's faith and patience. And all the while, you know, all the while people are coming up to him saying, Noah, you're an idiot. (laughs) You're an idiot, Noah. What a joke. Oh, yeah, rain's coming. Rain's coming. Oh, yeah. And whatever. Build the big boat. Good job, Noah. Yeah. They were mocking them they, for a hundred years. Yeah. What kind of patience is that? No joke. Man, I think, you know, you don't, I think we need to talk more about the character of Noah. Like, I know he messed up when he got off the boat because he drank too much wine. But, man, what kind of man can hold faith? For a hundred years. Yeah. And be working. See, most people get, they get tired of serving after two months, two weeks, two days, two minutes. Accurate. He did it for a hundred years yeah. with people. There was nobody else righteous. Yeah. That means everybody around him was ungodly. What kind of atmosphere did he have to work in? Yeah. Whoo. Faithful, patient. Yeah. How can we apply that day? We need to become patient. Yeah. We need to put some patience to our faith. 
Look at Abraham. Abraham had the promise of having of being the father of many nations. It was 25 years yeah. until Isaac was born. 25 years. What kind of faith and patience is this? Yeah. But did he inherit it? He sure did. Did Noah inherit the promise? Yeah. His family went safe through the waters. Yeah. He inherited the promise. These are the kind of men that you want to follow. People who through faith and patience. You know, I'll see, and listen, at one point I was a young pastor that nobody knew about. And, uh, you know, and, and had people come and followed me, they would have needed to have heard from the Holy Ghost. Right? I'd never had a church before, never pastored before. And that's why we do have the Holy Ghost to kind of connect us with things that are not yet fully tested out. And if they'd have been paying attention, uh, they might have seen that and heard that, right? But here's the thing. Most of the time, you know, people follow just this newest thing that's going on because everybody's going there. Are they in faith? Right. Are they in patience? Right. Are they seeing the, are they inheriting the promises of God? It's, it's one thing. Listen, there are ways to build and draw a crowd. That's not success. Success, according to God in this verse, is men and women who by faith and patience inherit the promises. Yeah. See, you need to have faith and patience and in inheriting the promises as a very regular occurrence in our lives. This is, this is, he tells us, he's telling them, don't just, you know, follow them imitate them. So what's he telling to every believer? I want you to follow the people that have manifestation of the promises and I want you to become one. Yeah. That means he wants every believer to learn faith, to put on patience and inherit, manifest yeah. the promises of God. Yeah. This is who Christians are called to be. Yeah. That's who you're called to be. Somebody yeah. who has an inheritance Amen. of the promises they manifest in your life. Yeah. Not just pastors. Well, and as you're talking, you know, I, I think of all the times where I have not been in faith as much as I've wanted to be. You know, yeah. it's, it's easy for the flesh to go there and, and yeah. to look on things that are temporal. And one of the, I, we've talked about it before, but one of the things that you've taught us at impact was with Abraham, you know, Abraham was not in faith. Like you read through Genesis, he was in faith, but <laughs> he was in faith to begin with. But he had some moments. Of, A lot of them actually. Like, no, Sarah's, yeah. Sarah's not my wife. She's my sister. Yeah. Like, actually, I'm going to go hook up with Hagar. It's going to be great. And I'm going to make an issue. We looked at the whole list and it's like, a list. Like he, he, yeah. he did not do everything perfect. Yeah. However, it tells us in Romans that he was in faith. I, I looked it up. It says in Romans four eighteen, in hope against hope, he, Abraham believed so that he might become a father of many nations. You know, it says he well, believed in hope against hope. Well, by the counsel of the word, we see that he was not in hope every single time, but yeah. he was quick to repent. Yes. He was quick to go back to God and be like, I quick missed to it change. Then. When he missed it, he was quick to change. Quick Same thing change. with David. Quick yeah. to change. When there was a yeah. miss, he went back to the Lord and owned it, repented and fixed it. And so maybe you have a faith project right now and you're no, you know, I've, I've, I missed I've, it. I've wanted to quit. <laughs> like, yeah. I've dropped faith a little bit. Yeah. Okay. 
be like Abraham, be like David, be quick yes. to repent, be quick to go back to the Lord. And the Lord is faithful to cast it as far as the east is from the west. And in the story of your life that's being written in heaven, it's going to be counted to you as righteousness. It's going to be counted to you as faithfulness. And he's, he's not going to remember that drop. Yeah. I, well, you know, that was the next thing I was going to say is when you mess up, all right, let's say that we're, we start in faith and then we drop faith. We lose patience. Yeah. We drop faith. Just pick it right back up. Yeah. Go right back to the last thing you know that you know that God told you yeah. and do that. Yeah. Um, so I've found myself multiple times where I have dropped faith. Just put it back on. Just put it back yeah. on. Buddy asked a question. He says, do you think Abraham had to wait longer for Isaac because he uh, compromised you know, and had Ishmael? And he tried to do it. And what did Abraham really do? He, he tried to bring about the Word of God through another source, through yeah. another way. And uh, he was trying to help God. You, we got to let God, faith lets God be God. But here's yeah. the other thing is, yeah, I do think that it probably cost him some time. I know in my life, I wholeheartedly believe that when I tried to help God and compromise him, I believe yeah. it took me longer to get that. So if we'll just st start in faith and stay in faith, we can actually zoom through a lot yeah. of different things. Uh, but one of the things that is so important is when you find yourself having dropped faith, just put it back on. Just just put it back on. Yeah. Just put it right back on. Jump right back in. Yeah. You know, I've, I've prayed the prayer of faith. Here's what sometimes people get legalistically. You know, if, when you're praying the prayer of faith, let me just give this to you. Uh, pray the prayer of faith. Stay in faith. Anytime you think of it after, you don't have to pray that again as long as you haven't dropped faith. Just keep thanking Him for the manifestation coming quickly. Yeah. Just keep praising Him. So when you think about it again, or the bill collector calls again, just start praising God for the prayer of faith that you've yeah. already had. That's how you stay in faith. Yeah. Now, if you recognize, I've dropped faith. I have dropped faith. I need to put it back on. Repent for that doubt. Repent for it. Yeah. Change your thinking towards that doubt. Put faith back on. Put the word back in, the promise back in. Put it back on and jump right back on. And that thing will just start coming to you right yeah. again. You know, it'll start manifesting. So, I, I, What I was looking up, I, I didn't find it. I yeah. didn't want to take tons of time. What I was looking up is I was curious the age difference. I don't know if you know, between Ishmael and Isaac. And it doesn't super matter. I think matter. it's like 13 years, 12 or 13 years. In comparison to this span of time that it took, like... What basically what it reminded me of was when we're close to receiving the promise of God, when we're yeah. close, when our flesh feels the loudest, when it seems the yeah. hardest to continue in faith, that's when we're closest to receiving it. You yes. know, you, you yes. talked a lot about how the enemy may be applying pressure, but we're also applying pressure yes. back at yes. him. And so when things are being thrown at us and it feels Wow, there's the power. <laughs> That's exciting. Um, when it feels like we are at a point where we can quit... Yeah. That's oftentimes when we're about to hit that breakthrough yes. moment. Yeah. And so I was looking at that because I wanted to know how close was he before I yeah. came. Kevin said 12 years. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of times there's that pressure right before the breakthrough comes. And we need to make sure... We need to make sure that we just stay yeah. in that place of faith. 
And uh, we need to stay in that. Don't drop that. Don't drop that patience. Uh, stay in that place of faith. Yeah. So now uh, look at this. I want you also to see is uh, Hannah. Mm-hmm. Hannah was wanting to have a child. And year after year, it says, yeah. year after year after year, but she stayed in faith. God gave her that child. Yeah. Simeon and Anna in the temple. Mm-hmm. Hannah was in 1 Samuel chapter 1. Simeon and Anna is in Luke chapter yeah. 2. And you see two people. And look, here's what I want you to see about Simeon. He was watching and waiting. Yeah. He was watching and waiting. He was watching for the Savior, and he was waiting for the Savior in faith. And then he comes, he starts praising God because he let him see. God let him see Jesus, the salvation of the world. And you look at Anna. I want you to see this. I don't know that Anna was sitting there watching specifically like Simeon was, but here's what she was doing. She just kept serving. Mm -hmm. She, She was married Her husband had died, and she kept going to the temple. It says every day and serving. You know what this is? Faith and patience. Just because I could say I'm a widow and I could just stay at home. No, she said, I'm going to go and serve. And she got to lay her eyes on Jesus. Can you imagine? She got to see the salvation of the world. Why? Because she just said, Lord, I'm going to be faithful and patient in my serving. Yeah. This is what faithfulness and patience will do. It will cause you to inherit the promises. Amen. Amen. Do you have anything else on this? Mm-mm. We must keep in faith and patience and inherit the promises of God. Yeah. We cannot drop it. And don't let the devil throw a little symptom at you. And all he's trying to do is get, get uh, you to doubt yeah. or see if you're really in faith. Yeah. And so he'll throw a little symptom at your body. You just knock that off just like anything else. No, I'm the healed of the Lord. I know I received yeah. it right there. We had a great testimony years ago. Years ago, uh, we had a testimony. There was a lady, and uh, she was coming to a Bible study. And uh, she came to the Bible study, took her lunch break, came to the Bible study. And when she walked in the door, I was like, something's not right. And, and before we got started, I said, listen, I, what's going on? And, and she said, I am having migraines right now. Mm-hmm. And I really, I said, well, let's... You know, she said, I really like prayer. I said, well, let's not wait till after the Bible study. I don't want you sitting here in pain the whole time. And I really commended her. She did such a great job for coming, even though yeah. uh, she didn't feel like it. And she came. All of a sudden, we prayed. The migraine completely went away. She was completely healed right there. The anointing of God touched her. And the power of those migraines was broken for the rest of her life if yeah. she'd have it. Well, about three days later, a migraine came back. Mm -hmm. And she didn't tell me right away, but man, did she do the right thing. She said, no, I don't receive this migraine back. I was healed three days ago, and I'm healed now. I rebuke that. And the migraine left. And then the devil did that nine times. Now, see, most people's thinking would have said, oh, I guess I didn't get healed. Mm -hmm. No, she got healed. She just needed to resist those symptoms. He was trying. It had been a habit for so long for her to be in that pain. He was just trying. See, a lot of times we the power, the power of the bondage is broken. But the habit and the stronghold of the mind, the track that we've been running in, we didn't break that when we got healed. 
And so it's like if you can imagine just a track. And so the devil tries to push us back in that track when we have the power to step out of it. And that's what happens. Faith and patience. By faith and by patience, God shows us this is how you inherit the promises. So if you don't see the working of miracles immediately, don't give up hope. Don't drop faith. Don't get into doubt. Just apply. Oh, every time you think of it, every time the devil pokes that pain, you just start praising God. Glory to God. I'm the healed of the Lord. You know, one one lady had a goiter. I think this happened at... uh, Brownsville, I believe. She had a goiter on her neck. It was big and everybody could see it and all that. And uh, she said, she said, uh, I got healed. She said, I know I'm healed, but that thing was still hanging on. And it went on for like a couple years and she would just thank God for her healing. And uh, one day she saw some people looking at everything. And that night in prayer, she said, Lord, I, I just, I want you to show them what I already know I have. I'm the healed of the Lord. Next morning she woke up and it was completely That's gone. Awesome. Faith and patience. You inherit the promises of God. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Well, it's time for us to talk about what's abundance. And uh, every day we talk a little bit about finances and the abundance that God has for us. And faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So right now, abundance is going, you're going to get the seeds of abundance planted in you by the Word of God. If you're wanting to sow today, you're welcome to. On Facebook, you can just type in hashtag donate and the amount after that. Or anybody can go to GiveBC org and you can sow in in that place as well but in talking about faith and patience and abundance uh, one of the things that happens is people will sow seed and they'll say well that didn't work right I've heard many people say this well I tried that faith stuff or I tried sowing seed and it just didn't work no and and I heard I think it was Keith Moore say this one time he said no he said faith tried you and you came up lacking. So I heard him say that. I went, oh. I was like, That's one of those statements that literally made me like not breathe for a second. <laughs> no, faith tried you and yeah. you came up lacking. I was like, wow. Wow. Because a lot of times what happens is God is manifesting the promise. Yeah. But we have taken our cues from a date on a calendar or what we see in the bank account yeah. instead of believing that we're prosperous or believing that the bills are paid. A lot of times God's working out supernatural yeah. miraculous over here on the side. You just can't see it yet, but a, a calendar page flips yeah. and all of a sudden we drop faith yeah. and we lose the promise, the yeah. inheritance of the promise. God's not limited to your, to your time. No, He's no. not limited at all. He's so outside yeah. of your calendar and your schedule. <laughs> Joni said, ouch. Yep. <laughs> No, that's the way I felt. I was like, whoo. <laughs> no, faith tried you and you were found lacking. I was like, oh, goodness. See, Every that, time you say it, it's I like, know, oh. I know. So here's the thing. Faith doesn't try. Mm-hmm. You know, go back to Yoda, you know. <laughs> do or do not. <laughs> do or do not. There is no try. <laughs> that's the way my dad does it. I'm so pleased. There is no try. No, there's not. Yeah. Either do it or don't do it. Yeah. You know, if you're if you're in it, then you don't stop. It's faith and patience. Mm-hmm. You're in it for the long haul. Mm-hmm. There's no try. If you're trying, you're not in faith. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And so a lot of times people are they and that's where they have to say, you know, either God's true 
or or I'm true. I'm just thinking of all the toes that like in the last five minutes are gone. Like yeah. you're out of the trainer. Yeah. Like <laughs> Well, this is what holds people back. You know, and this is what Jesus said, Oh, you of little faith. Yeah. You know, he he was and we need to get good with that. Yeah. We need to get good with Jesus stepping on our toes. That is, if we want to move forward quickly, yeah. if we want to slow poke around and not really run a race, yeah. then just give in to your feelings. Yeah. This is sassy. What's abundance? <laughs> What's abundance with sass? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I just saw a great graphic in my head. <laughs> but the truth is, this is, it's... It's true. It's how it works. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's let's either be about it or don't be. Yeah. You know, let's man up. Let's yeah. get in it or get out. One or the other, yeah. but make a decision. Yeah. That's why he said, I'd rather you be hot or cold, because hot or cold makes you make a decision. Mm-hmm. You know, it makes you make a decision. Yeah. Well, through faith and patience, like to be patient and to truly stay in faith, it's discipline. Like you can have the moment where you feel faithful. You can have the moment where you feel patient. But then when when the rubber hits the road, like it's discipline. (laughs) It's discipline that keeps you in patience. It's discipline that keeps you faithful. And your flesh is not going to like it. Hebrews 12, 11, the scripture that's probably been quoted the most to me by Pastor Brian over my time here. Is all discipline for the moment seems not to be joyful, Barrett. Oh, you can take my name out. You can put yours there. Um, (laughs) But even sorrowful. But even sorrowful. But 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 you know, just I'm. I I have. But he said, "Welcome to Sass Plus." (laughs) What a great lunch plus Sass. What a great segment that was. You know what? The Holy Ghost is like that sometimes. Yeah. Like, cause he'll get our attention. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't feel good. Like to your to flesh. To our flesh, yeah. The flesh won't like it, but... If you give yourself to, you'll have the peaceful fruit of righteousness. Those who have been trained by it. Yeah. You know, this discipline, it's a training. <laughs> Kevin said, now I know what the plus is. <laughs> I mean, really, you've been here long enough. I feel like you should know. <laughs> the sass is, is strong with this group. <laughs> Well, that's what happens when you actually know what you're doing yeah. and you call the junk on the carpet. Yeah. Well, there, yeah, so. you know, your, your role and really Christians, there should be an edge to it. Of, there should be an edge when, when you come up against something that's not the word of God and is lack. There should be a strength and an edge to us that when we yeah. see it, it's no, this is not okay. There's more, there's better. The word says so, and I'm not going to stand for it. Yeah. And that's where the sass, if you want to call it, that comes from. Paul was sassy. Read the Bible. Paul yeah. was so sassy. But it's because he knew God's bigger than where you've been. God's yeah. better than what you've seen. And these are the ways to inherit it. Yeah. Do these things. The guy who got healed at the gate called Beautiful, they kept asking him how this happened. He said, why do you want to know? He's like, oh, do you want to be a Christian now too, you Pharisees? That's what he basically said. I was like, oh my goodness. That was the Holy Ghost. That's not it, tolerant, it was Pastor Brian. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Some people don't know what Christianity is. They it's don't true. know the reality of Christianity. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, there you go. Yeah. So here, here's the issue. Either you're in it or you're not. Yeah. And so some people are, they're like, you know, um, they're, they're sprinkling the pot mm-hmm. with their offerings. Like, hear God, hears me, if you don't know what sprinkling the pot is. Sprinkling the pot is a term used in poker. 
where somebody would like, they would, yeah, this is awesome. I thought it was gardening. No, I was no, like, no. Oh, you're sprinkling with seeds. Who in here knows what sprinkling the pot is? So, uh, unfortunately, I know because. Just, just you, apparently. Just me, that's okay. So, what they would do is when somebody would be sassy with their, they, in a bad kind of way, yeah. they would be sassy. They'd be like trying to bluff big yeah. or trying to put on or trying to be prideful. Yeah. Right? And they would basically drop their, um, drop their uh, bet loud, make a big deal out of their bet. Oh. So a lot of times they would take their coins and drop them across like this and it would be a, a oh. prideful thing. And so a lot of times what people are doing is they're either utilizing that to try and bluff people into thinking that they're a giver or they're being prideful about their giving, they're sprinkling the pot in their offerings. So this is sassy at what's abundance. So, and what they'll do is, so either you're in or you're out. Either you trust God in His goodness or you don't. Yeah. So stop playing around with it. Yeah. You know, either give and give with an abounding and cheerful heart or just yeah. stop. Well, half-heartedness so. is it's double-minded. It's really going back to that double-minded. If you're not all in and you just give sometimes because you feel like it or you want to yeah. show off, no, it's going to profit you nothing. An unstable man yes. should expect yes. to receive nothing. So if you're not being faithful, if you're not truly in this thing, yeah. if you're not if you're not committed to it, you can expect nothing because you're expecting nothing when you're sowing. Yeah, so here's the thing. God wants you to move in abundance yes. for every good work. Yes. God wants you to move in abundance for every good work. And if you're doing that, then there's a lot of abundance of God that you're missing because we haven't shored those areas yeah. up. And we need, to, we need to get finances. The Word says that finances is a little thing in the kingdom of God. But if you go to most churches and start talking about being a giver, man, a hush comes over the crowd and it's not a holy one. Yeah. It's a leave my precious alone hush is what it is. Because where the treasure of the heart is, the mouth speaks. And they're like, oh, he's talking about my money now. And their actions will be where their treasure is. So you start talking about money. Most people do not have money under their feet at all. They have a love of money. And that's the issue. Then they're like, this preacher needs to stop talking about money. I, you know, used to, I, I really I held back from talking about money. I love talking about money now. Why? Because it brings out the religious devils. Mm -hmm. it, it brings them out mm -hmm. quickly. Like you want to find where somebody is, you start talking about them. And I, I'll utilize it at times as a tool to find out where people are at. And um, and if the Holy Ghost tells me to, I don't just do it on my own accord. But I've seen Him do that, try to find where people are at and, and identify them in that way. But here's the other thing. It's one of the quickest ways to turn on the hot water in the tub and find out if they really want to stay there or not. Yep. It, they, you'll find out when you talk about it. But when you understand finances and kingdom money, you can apply that in every area. And that is like a building blocks of the rest of faith and patience. Yeah. So watch this. See, a lot of people are there like, oh, I don't, I don't know if I even like this talk. That's exactly what I'm talking about. So, um, but here's the thing. Watch this. When you get to the place where you can sow mm -hmm. in faith and patience and receive the inheritance, you will unlock faith and patience for healing, yeah. faith, faith and patience for the anointing, yeah. Faith and patience for all these things. 
because you've gotten on top of money instead of money being on top of you. And so when we learn to be good givers, mm -hmm. cheerful, abounding givers, sowers, mm -hmm. and we purpose in our heart, you have really taken a step into a place where very few American Christians yeah. ever get to. It is a big, big deal. Yeah. And God wants you to have abundance. But it's time to apply faith and patience. See, a lot of people, they're, they're sowing and they're just wishing yeah. that it will work. They're yeah. hoping that it will be magical. But instead of putting faith in God, I'm giving this to you, Lord, because I trust you to give me what I need. Yeah. I'm giving this to you because I love you and this is going to advance your kingdom. And so it's either faith or get off the pot. Yeah. You know, faith, it, it's, it's let's go to faith yeah. or let's stop. Yeah. You know, don't play the game. Let's yeah. stop playing games. Don't, it, you'll be so much happier yep. than going five or 10 years and then figure out, oh my goodness, this sowing thing is amazing. Yeah. You could have had five to 10 years of seed in Amen. the ground and manifestations Amen. and you'd have peace in your heart because it's the way of God. Amen. And tithes and offering is not the sowing. That's not sowing. That's, no. you, that's returning to yes. God. That's already His. Yes. You know, like I would encourage you to track it somehow. Like here at Boomerang, we have statements. Yeah. Track what's tithe and track what's offering. Your offering, yeah. that's where you can tell where your faith level is. Like that's your, right. Your tithe, it's already guaranteed, set aside, should be, set aside and given first to Ten, him. 10% of your increase yes. is the tithe. But here's what God says. The tithe is mine. Yeah. So we're not, that's not our choice. Mm -mm. Our choice is only to return it yeah. to, to God or to steal it. Yeah. from God. Yeah. That's the tithe. 10% of our increase. Our offering is where our heart yeah. is. And so. you can, like, I yeah. know for me, I used to feel super good that I gave the tithe and I'd go back like years and years ago, I looked back and it was like, I, I gave a minuscule amount as offering yeah. and the Lord challenged me with it. And I was yeah. like, I'll never do that again and yeah. because I want this to reflect my heart for you. And this is a, the, for me, speaking to me, yeah. it was a, this is pathetic, Barrett, yeah. like yeah. do more. So, you know, there's multiple ways that people can give. If you'd like to yeah. give on the broadcast, you're welcome to yeah. do that on Facebook. You can just type in hashtag donate and the amount and don't give under pressure. No. Let what we just said work on your heart and change your heart and then give in yeah. places even where people can't see is fine. You know, it's not like we're looking to see who gave. I, you know, that's not what it is. Mm -hmm. It's a let this change your heart and your yeah. faith rises for abundance. Yeah. Your faith rises for increase. you'll get it. Because, yeah, you'll get it. If you meditate on this, don't try, but don't sprinkle the pot. But you say, Lord, I'm giving to you because I love you yeah. and because I trust you. Amen. Because I love you and I want to see your kingdom advance and because I trust you that what I'm giving, you're going to be able to multiply because your word is true. Yeah. And when we get in true faith and then patience on that. So just because you don't see uh, you know, a $1,000 extra check come in by the end of the week, that doesn't mean it's not working. It's working. Yeah. It, I believe I have received a supernatural financial harvest and yeah. it is working now in Jesus Amen. name.
And so, Lord, right now, for everybody who's giving or is going to give, you know, Lord, we just agree with them in Jesus' name, according to your word, that it, your seed would be multiplied, that it would be pressed down, shaken together, and running over into their lives. Father, bring a quick and supernatural yeah, quick. manifestation, harvest, and an inheritance of your promises in their financial lives. Lord, we just thank you so much for your word. We thank you so much for your goodness. We thank you, Father, so much for your power yeah. and your love in our lives. Lord, let us not play around with it. Yeah. Let us not be children anymore. Lord, let us grow up and be the adults we're called to be. Yes. And Lord, let us be able to finance great and mighty yes. things for your kingdom and the gospel's sake. Let us not be uh, weak in our finances. Let us move into the fullness of the abundance the way that you call it abundance so that we can be prepared and have an abundance for every good work and every good deed. Lord, let it be so yeah. in Jesus' name. Amen. amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I wanted to make sure I sewed. When there's an edge on something, something's getting broken. So oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> That's good. That's good knowledge about spiritual things. Amen. Amen. God's good. Hallelujah. So we you love you. I saw me on my phone. That's what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Share the broadcast. We know that this will help many, many people. Yeah. If you haven't shared it already, share the broadcast. And uh, we're excited for you. Again, next week we yeah. start at 1130, our new time. And we'll have Brother Tracy here at the beginning of the week. It's going to be awesome. Glory to God. And Amen. wrap it up. Amen. <laughs> and this weekend, if you are in the area, if you're able to get here, Pastor Brother Tracy yeah. will be here. Pastor with Brother. Us. I know, I said it. <laughs> I'm so used to Pastor Tracy. Brother Tracy will be here with us Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night. The graphics on the screen, our address is at the bottom. He'll be here at Boomerang 630 every single night, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. It's going to be so good. Yes. You're not going to want to miss it. So please make sure you are here. You're, yeah. you're going to be so pleased that you came. And next week, 1130 Market, make a reminder right now in your phone. All of you reminder people, put a reminder in your phone, subscribe, all that good stuff because we're going to be live with great stuff. 1130 AM next week. We'll see you soon. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.